Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Glory Reds podcast. Don't forget, we're on all your podcasting streaming platforms. Just search Glory Reds FC and you'll find us. Subscribe to us so that when we release a new episode, you can know about it and you can jump into this conversation that we have. But with that being said, we're jumping into a very interesting topic that's on the tips of the tongues of all United fans worldwide, on the tips of the tongue of all our rival supporters, on all pundits, everyone alike. I'm joining the studio today with Benito, my boy. What's happening, my guy? Talk to me, man. This Ten Hag thing. What's up? Yeah, man. I don't. I'm. 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 I'm annoyed at some United fans because I don't understand where all this, where all this petulance is coming from. Where all this anger. Where all this, uh, misguided emotions like i i don't understand it i'm just reading everybody just wants the manager's head and i am not buying it i'm just not for it and um in this episode i think we're going to touch on some of those things because i want to take people back because one thing i've noticed is that the football culture is a very fast culture it's a culture that people just want 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 it's all about winning 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 all about results, results, results. And people mm. are very quick to forget how things began. People are very quick to forget about the bigger picture, especially when we're dealing with adversity in a moment like this, because this 3-0, it was a big loss. It was a big hit for United fans because we're playing home, we're playing our rivals, we're playing in the name of Sir Bobby. You know, there was just so much emotion. There was a lot of things that were brought into this game that we also talked about in the previous episodes. All of that coupled with how the manager treated came with the um, the starting lineup and how he made a substitution really made a cocktail of disaster. Like people are just like, nah, we are not having this. We want blood. And I'm at the point where I'm like, nah, can you guys relax? Relax. Let me take you back now. Let me take you back to how all this began. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at, man. What about you? Yeah, man. I also have a lot. Like, I think... <clears throat> excuse me. I think um, my mind has been open to a lot of things. I've come to a lot of realizations about our current situation with the club and with the manager. And of course, there's a lot of things that, that need to be said. But here's the thing. I'm going to pose a question now, you know, and this question, you know, I'd like for us to answer it by the end of this episode. And that conversation is, where do we go from here? Like, what is the conversation we should be having about Ten Hag moving forward? Because I honestly believe we have said everything that needs to be said We've assumed everything that needs to be said. We've given out all the opinions that we feel should be done, shouldn't be done, et cetera, et cetera. And I think at this point, we just need to accept that the manager is just going to carry out and do things in a certain way, and we just have to deal with it. What I'm not happy with is the fan base, particular fans, coming out and calling for Ten Hag's head. I understand where they are coming from. I don't agree with it, you know. Mm. Um, I'm completely, on, I'm completely on the side of back the manager. 
But with that being said, right, I do think there's a lot of things that Ten Hag needs to do, you know, for both sides of the fence to convince the people who are saying Ten Hag out, to convince them to get back on board. And for us who are on his side, you know, for him to, um, how do I Reward phrase us. this? To reward our backing for him, exactly. Like, we are backing you, go and do what you need to do to, you understand? And I spoke about this off-air when I was talking about Marcus Rashford, a conversation we said we're not going to have, where I said that City game was the perfect opportunity for him to write off his debt, you know? Perfect opportunity for him to go and get a banger. And for us to say your debt has been repaid. Yes, we're starting on a clean sheet. You know what I mean? Then the following game, we're going to forget about everything that you've done so far this season. You're going to start from scratch. And now, because of what Ten Hag said and because Rashford still hasn't been able to deliver on the highest stage, on the lowest stage, we feel like now, Ankolot, you owe us. You know what I mean? You must come and deliver. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, mm. fam? You know, you must go Scholar. and get, and that's, yeah. And I, I, I sort of feel the same way with, with, with the manager. I feel like he, he needs to reward us for this backing that, that we're giving him. You know, we're going to war for him. You understand? So mm. now, like uh, a lot that needs to be discussed. So I, I don't know if you want to kick it off with anything particular that you want to get straight off the bat, because what I actually want to do in this episode, obviously we want to talk about how we feel and everything about um, the situation, but I want to jump into yeah. our community. And there's a lot that was said about Ten Hag yesterday and the conversation continued today. So I want to take some of the stuff yeah. and obviously um, this is going to be kept anonymous. I'm not going to put anybody out on blast. I don't want anyone to go yeah. and troll these guys afterwards because we have to respect everybody's opinion, whether you agree with them or not. So all of these are going to be anonymous mentions, but I do want to go through some of the stuff that people have been saying about Ten Hag in our community group on WhatsApp. And I want us to sort of dissect what has been said about him and how we feel towards yeah. these statements. But like I said, before we jump into that, is there anything else right now that you feel needs to be addressed that we can tackle before we sort of get into this this group conversation about Eric Ten Hag? No, um I'm I'm actually very curious about what these the 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 the, the some of the messages that you're going to pick. So yeah. I think I'll reserve I'll reserve what I've said. And I think I've said it also in the previous episodes about how I feel, but I'll say more after we we are we have jumped into some of those um statements that were said about Eric Ten Hag and you know some some of the thoughts that people have and we've dis- dissected them. Because I, okay. I, I I probably think that I might have a comeback for everything. So yeah, let's go. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna start straight off the bat with this one, right? Someone in the yeah. group said that we have been shit with all the players he bought even before this game. Eric Ten Hag has no game plan. So they said what? Say that again. Of, we have been shit with all the players he bought even before this game. Eric Ten Hag has no plan. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I on feel that like statement? that is a very childish statement because if you really understand the club and how the club has been coming up. Like, you see, this, this is the things that I, that I say, D, that people forget. Okay, 
has he had the opportunity to deploy all these players that he has bought under the right conditions now obviously it's a little bit it's i don't want to say cringe but obviously it's almost like a, a fantasy to think that way because it is not that way right now people just want results right now so the manager is yeah. obviously picking the squad based on how everything is going on this is what i'm not understanding as a united fan yes you are unhappy with what the manager is doing but are you trying to think deep and trying to understand why he's doing it yes 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 it's wrong to put scott mctominay and then move bruno out uh yes it's wrong to start evans instead of varan you know uh yes yeah. it's probably wrong to start lindelof at left back instead of regulon but regulon is not fit yeah varan doesn't seem to be fit um scott mctominay he's going through his thing he wants to maybe anthony i don't know what's going on we need to think deeper than that now are they honestly going to sit here and say okay that we've been shit? like are they saying this season are they talking about last season like where are they basing this statement like is it for this season is it since he arrived all right so this anonymous person went on to say um, he should have been sacked yeah. after he ate seven at Anfield. So this is basically his last season. So if I'm going to put these two together, even though they came sort of later on during the thread, but if they sort of tie in together to where this person is sort of coming from, to say that, look, this guy should yeah. have been sacked last season, you know, and with all these signings, there hasn't been a big difference. So clearly talking about ever since Ayrton Hag was brought into the club, you know, he has had no plan. We've been shit. You know what I mean? Um, ultimately, you know, that's that's Ten Hag um, summed up. You know, D, you know, there's a very simple question. Or, or, I don't know, question or statement that people always forget. And I, I hate to use it because it always seems like it's an excuse. But yeah. did this manager get the players he wanted? He's number one, his first draft pick. Did he get them? Please tell me that. Throughout he, he since he arrived, has he gotten he all his first draft pick? If he yes, has, I think, then we I think the only the, I think the only ones you can argue are Anthony yeah. Malasia Martinez. I think those are the only three you can put a no, strong argument. He didn't want Martinez. Those, he wanted Timber. He wanted Timber. Yes, sorry, he wanted Timber. And then ultimately got Martinez. Sorry. So we can say Malasia and and we can say Malasia and Anthony are the two players that were first option. Those were not like, oh, I can't get this player. Let me get that one. You, I could be wrong. You can correct me. I could want, be wrong. No, he wanted he wanted a defender. Kim Min Jae was were, were, were about to get a Kim Min Jae or a Pavard. He wanted no, to first, defend this first, first, first season, not this one. First season, first season he ah, got Malasia. Okay. And no, yeah, okay. I'm just adding on because, like, yes, it yes, seems yes, like yes. people are forgetting that the manager says, yes. "I want yeah. this player," and he doesn't get him, and then he gets what's there. This is this, this is history repeating itself every bloody season at Manchester United. Are we forgetting that? This is my question. Have we forgotten? Mm. Like, this is something that is a uh, a norm at Manchester United. This you see D, because say he got all the players he wanted. Eric Ten Hag 
I don't think every I think I don't think anybody would be calling for his blood right now because he would have had all the mm. players that he wants. I don't think the injuries that we are like he would have replaced, like for example, Varan right now would have had Kim Min Jae, another better top class center back pairing up with the Mama Huhu, like a eh, mm. defender in Maguire <laughs> and Evans. You know what I mean? But a solid yeah. center back. You know what I mean? And then in the midfield, you wanted his De Jong. Okay, he got Amrabat. But how he got Amrabat? Loan. We couldn't afford him. We are still mm. paying that debt for Amrabat. Like next season, he's our player, but on loan. But next season, we are hoping to get the money so that we can pay for him full. Do you understand where all this is coming from? Last yeah. season, that guy mentioned that he should have been sacked when we received seven. Mm. Let's rewind. Let's rewind because I remember when we received that seven, it was in the period when we were, how many games had we played? Our players I were knackered. That seven, yeah. that seven nil, I remember not taking it to heart. I remember thinking, yeah. ah, it's cool. Let Liverpool enjoy it. That's the only thing that they're going to enjoy because our players were knackered. When we played against Newcastle, we were knackered. When we played against Liverpool, we were knackered. How many games were we playing in between? Carabao's, FA's, and we had to play the playoffs of the round of 16. Do you see? There were so many okay. games going on at that time. Okay, Ben. Yeah? Look, just sorry, just to cut you off real quick. Yeah. I agree with you with, the, with that statement. But um, where I sort of disagree with you, right, is that every club yeah. is subject to the fact that at some point their team is going to get like a run of ridiculous games and their players are also going to be knackered. So is it sort of fair to give us that excuse to say that, oh, but our players were knackered, that's why we got seven, you know, because a lot of teams Liverpool come into those type of, of those situations, you know. No, they weren't, but I'm just saying there are other clubs who also go through like a mad run of games and then they meet a difficult team along the way. You understand? No. And then the reason why they, I brought it up is because it was Steve's... no, the reason okay. I brought it up is because the guy thinks he seems to think that that was something that should have been sackable for the manager, which I'm trying yeah. to defend. I'm bringing yes, up yes. the fact like I know every play, every team goes through that, especially all those that are playing in Europe. They go through yeah. that period. But it's a point to mention that, listen, Yes, if you're yes. going to throw that statement out like that, okay, let's yeah. now dissect it because now like yeah, we need to yeah, understand exactly. why we, we got that seven. Yeah, yes. you can't just throw it like that and then just think that it's cool. Now, let's, yeah. let's go back and then say yeah. that what was actually happening at that time and then let's move on. True. Let's move forward. Like I'm, 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 I'm really trying to be unbiased as possible. I can accept the reason why we lost I can't accept the seven. Where I disagree is that, yes, that even though we got sacked, even though, sorry, we got smashed seven, that shouldn't still, that shouldn't have been caused for us being sacked. And exactly. that, I think that's also basically what you're saying, saying like, look, yes, yes, we got smacked. It doesn't mean we should have got sacked. But in the and, same and breath, context, I think yes, you agree with context. me. Yes, and there's context, but I think you would also agree with me that seven is outrageous. Like that should not be excused. Like even if we're tired, you know, seven should should have not been. Like we should have lost, you know, because we're naked and whatever. I get that, but we shouldn't have received seven. <laughs> Man, Anfield, <laughs> listen, D. Just Anfield. No, 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 listen, D. 
Anfield. Given the given the rivalry between us two teams, that should have not been allowed to happen. Correct me. Did was there a red card during that game? Did we have a red card? Just correct me. I don't know if we had a major player missing. Like our team was man, our team was. I I think Casemiro missed that game. I think he was missing because he was suspended Mm. because of red or something. But we didn't have. Yeah. Then when those first two silly because the, the the heads dropped because of the manner of the goals because it was like we could still hang in there, but then after that it yeah. was just like the floodgates boom you know that thing yeah. happens like it is something that happens in football where a team completely capitulates like they just fall apart yeah now unfortunately what's, what's, Manchester United was subjected to that unfortunately you know what's, it what's, is what's, what it what's, is. What's weird is there were no there was no there was no red card in that game. Did Casemiro play? Uh let's look at that lineup. Casemiro played. So we he actually played. had a yeah, we actually had a strong team. There was no excuse. For this game there was no excuse. We had the and go. We had our strong we had our strong back four, Luke Shaw, Martinez, Varane, Dalo. We had Fred, uh-huh. we had Casemiro. We had Bruno Fernandes playing on the left wing. God knows why. Anthony, Rashford up front. And then we had our boy, back back horse playing at number 10. <laughs> our boy, back back horse. <laughs> anyway, listen. But we get every, your point. Every statement needs to be back. Yeah, every statement needs to be back yeah. with some sort of... Um, you, you, you can't just throw outrageous statements. Just to just yeah. to rile people up. This is where I. These are the things that annoy me, and these are the things that just make me lose hope in some of the fans because it's like, are you serious? Are you seriously yeah. going to say something like that and not really give context or try and say why you are saying that? Come on, come on. Hit me with another line. All right. So here's another one. So this is a this is build off of something I said. So I basically said he never got his first options, plus we have injuries. And then I went to mention, um, uh, what you call this? I don't want to give excuses, but we don't have a back four. Like, our our back four is non-existent. Our, the, that strong defense that we have, we don't have it currently. We don't have Shaw, we don't have Martinez, we don't have Varane, we don't have um, Juan Bisaka. You know, any club in the world who had all that back four injured, it, it, would, it would pose a, pro- a problem. So the reply no. was, um, here's here's the reply. There was not going to be any difference. Obviously, speaking about the derby match, if we had the back four, it wasn't going to make any difference at all. And proceeded to say he is a typical Dutch stuck in his ways. We aren't good enough. What do you have to say about that statement? I am not going to grace that statement. I'm not going to say anything about it because... My God, that is a very childish thing to say. D, honestly, like, do you think that mm-hmm. that thing deserves a response? Like, what? <laughs> like, wait, on, wait, 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 what? Say, say repeat it. Mm. He is a Dutch, typical so Dutch manager stuck in his was, ways. There was, there was not going to be any difference. He's a typical Dutch stuck in his ways. We aren't good enough. Who who are they? Who's another typical Dutch that they know of? Who? Probably Van Hal. Van Hal. Really? Are they trying to <laughs> come? come I don't know. 
I don't know. Apart from Van Hawa, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just not so versed in you know Dutch managers. I'm trying to think of another Dutch manager. Okay. Um, I honestly, I now. D, for me, I'm not going to grace that statement. I don't know if you have anything to say about that because I honestly don't believe like like really. Like are we stooping nah, that low I, I now? Think, like are we I think, are we now trying to these are necessary here's, things, man. Here's 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 my thing about conversations, right? And like I said, I respect mm. anyone's opinion, right? And I don't want to call people mm. out, but I just think that in a constructive conversation, when you start becoming um when you start being insulting, when you start attacking people exactly. and that's childish. You understand what I mean? Especially like, you, don't need, no- you don't need to go there. You don't need to go there. You can have a, con- a constructive con- conversation without attacking someone like that and saying that, oh, just a typical Dutch manager. You understand what I mean? Like saying things like that, I, I just feel it's just very, it's unnecessary. It's, it's a very, it's unnecessary. Uh, man, it's unnecessary. You know what I mean? You don't have to insult someone to, to, to stress your point. You know what I mean? You don't have to digress to that level of like trying to like say someone is that bad where you start using all these type of ways to like put him in that light you get what i mean hey, we can just get say to he's not point. good enough want him exactly out, exactly you hey. know because now that's also just boarding on the line of just being very stereotypical you know what i mean yeah. and i mean come on <laughs> you know what i'm saying all right here's Honestly. another one mm. because when you think about it yes there are those that want him out and the ones that want Eric Ten Hag in. Those that want him in, yeah. we have reasons why we still want to back him. Those that want him out, yeah. what's your mm. fucking reason? What is your reason? Yeah. Like, can you give us something solid? Like, something that will yeah. really make us understand your point of view. Because honestly, when you look, yeah. when you take into consideration everything that has happened at United, man, this, this manager hasn't really done, like, he's far from the sack, in my opinion. Yeah, he is far from the sack. Like, if he's to be sacked, mm-hmm. I'm thinking next season. Like, I'm thinking yeah. if we continue this season, like right, and then we drop into the bottom half, like Chelsea last season, then maybe then I can say, okay, I don't know what's going on. But then also the performances also have to reflect. You know what I mean? So if we're winning, yeah. It's like, okay, this is the rebuild. Like, this is the thing that I was talking about. Let's not qualify for Europe. Give the manager the chance to keep on drilling what he wants. Let us have what we have. Do it. But I don't think they're thinking that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is. Nice. Yo, football. And, man. Hey, man. Nice. It's, it's, it's a problem. All right. So this is building off a comment I made when I said that, um, again, it's, it's based off the defense. I said, look, we had one of the strongest defenses last season. You know, um, again, to the same point that we need we that that back four, it's very crucial to to how our performances are going to play out this season. Right. And it has been crucial to how we have been performing this season. So D, anonymous person keep... came. To... Yeah. Do they do they believe that it is a fact? Because yes. if they're disputing that point, then they you, there's no way for you to carry on the conversation. So let, let me let me yeah, let me read yeah. this one because I, I I thought this was a very interesting one, right? Because the reply was okay. last season is not this season. Because I was talking about us having one of the strongest defenses last season. They went mm. to say last season is not this season. That's our problem. We're looking at the past. We should look at now. 
okay, cool. So I agree with it, but at the same time, I would agree with this statement if it was the same back four as last season, leaking in goals, but it's not the same back four. No. No, it's, not. it's completely changed. Completely. Exactly. Like, it's not the exactly. same back five. So, I don't... Again, I'm not trying to, like... I'm not trying to call out people and saying that their opinions are wrong. But, again, I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. come on. I get last season is last season. It's like... Arsenal, the front three players scored 10 goals plus last season. Right, you expect that of them this season. You would say that Arsenal are one of the strongest attacking forwards. You understand? If Arsenal were missing those three players this season and they were injured, right, you would still go and say that Arsenal had a strong attacking line last season. If they had these three players available, it could have made a difference to this season. So someone can't come and say that no, but that was last season. This is this season. But it's like, but they mm. haven't been available. They've been injured, mm. you know, mm. and it's a different front three. You understand what I mean? But anyway, um, cool. Here's another one. We shouldn't be struggling, but we are. Teams don't fear us. Bernie looked like Barca 08 at Trafford. Ah, come on. Come on. Let's stop with the insults. Come on. <laughs> come on. Let, let's, let us, like, if you're throwing digs, throw appropriate digs. Let's, let's not try and insult each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? Like, this one. This one, you know what, ne? I, um this one was banter. <laughs> okay. This one So somebody's no, I, bantering I, I get, his own club. Look, look, I I get how I get how this is rubbing you the wrong way, you know? Yeah. But this one made me laugh. You know what I mean? I'm I'm going to be yeah, honest. No, it, um it, you know what I mean? It it it, it was it, nice it. banter. Um for them to say that uh, Bernie was playing like Barca 08. You understand what I mean? Absolutely ridiculous. Um, all right. So uh, I'm trying to look for another one. Another juicy one over here. We had the most clean sheets, but we weren't best defense. We conceded the most goals out of the top teams in the top six. Huh? That's the statement. Yeah, that's the statement. Basically saying that, look, um, we had the most clean sheets, but we're not the best defense. We consider the most goals out of the top teams in the top six. I mean, it's football. That was the beginning of the season. That was not the beginning of the season. That that defense was the first time it's playing together. You understand? Like, that was yeah. the first time we assembled that defense like that. All those players. And... I think they did a pretty good job with what they had, like with what we had. Like that defense was solid enough to yeah. give us the most clean sheets and our goalkeeper to win the Golden Glove. It's not by chance. Why are people mm. playing that down? Like wh why? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? yeah. The, yeah. the previous I, I season when Ole was there, we were conceding mm. more goals. Remember? We were conceding yeah. more goals. We stopped that. Then we slow, like we always forget. Like every time there's some sort of improvement, we always like just like ah, this is required. But unfortunately, Manchester United is not at that level. We are not at Man City's or level where certain things are expected. You know, we need to gradually grow. We're like we're 
Like we've been talking about yeah. this. I I I think the disappointing thing is, like, look, I get a lot. I get some of the stuff in the in the group is banter, you know. Um, but I think also some of the most concerning things, to your point, is yes, we're not at the level that City, Liverpool, we've we've fell fall off the mark, like you know, years ago, and we're trying to build ourselves up. But I don't get why you would, you know, this team that you support, that any progress that we that we have, any achievements that we that we get, anything that any sliver of good that comes out of the club, you don't want to appreciate it. You understand? Hey. It's like you just want to revel yourself in this toxic. You know, it's all about people in toxic relationships. You know, where hey, they get beaten. Exactly. They just they just want hey. to be there for the beating because they enjoy it. You understand what I mean? <laughs> so it's almost like you're just there just to enjoy the banter. You just want to be there just to be like you see United lost. You see, you want to be the one. It's it's like you just enjoy negative talk. You know, you just enjoy um, taking the piss out of people's misfortunes. You get what I'm mm. saying? Um, it's like, let's say your boy gets a new car. They get like maybe a, a, a Mercedes-Benz C350, you know? And then you'll be like, ah, you know, it's not as good as the C43 AMG. You're like, dude, like you can't just appreciate that he bought a car. You can't just appreciate that he bought a Mercedes-Benz. You know what I mean? And now you're taking the piss out of it and saying, yeah, but it's no C63 AMG. Like, nigga, you got a C350. You know what I mean? Like, we are go, spoiled. Go, like, you go buy fans. a C350. Spoiled. Get, we're spoiled. You know what I mean? Like, it's commendable. We got the most clean sheets. Clap hands. They here got golden boots. Clap, Clap hands. hands. We won a trophy last season. Clap hands. We finished top three. Clap hands. We've got a manager who is progressing the team. Clap hands. Do you get what I'm saying? Why? Why do you feel infuriated by celebrating our achievements why do you feel like you always have to be against this club this so-called exactly. team that you say you support why don't you want to appreciate and accept where we are right now we're not this team that you think we are a lot of these main hey. fans we're not some we're not this 08 treble winning Bro. team we're not this 98 treble winning team what we're not anywhere close to being We need to accept where we currently are. We need to accept yes. that this is the best that we can do at this level. I do understand the frustration where we go and play Sheffield and we're struggling because I honestly believe we haven't sunk that low. I believe that we're mid-table. I believe we're top eight. I believe that yeah. United are um, between top, top eight ten. and six. A top ten. Like, like, exactly. Like, yeah. Yes. And we're basically competing with clubs that are maybe ranked between 5th and 13th in the league. You know, those are the teams I expect us to be giving us a challenge. And then the top mm. 4 to beat us. And then anything under 12, we should be comfortably beating. You know what I mean? But the fact that we're not is annoying. I don't feel we need to get frustrated. Like, we don't need to get so animatedly frustrated and, and very emotional when we go and lose against the City and Liverpool and Arsenal and Spurs and Chelsea because we're not that team anymore. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, Chelsea also suffering. Yo. But anyway, those top, the first four I mentioned, you know, if they come and beat us, it's all well and good to be upset. But for you to call for the manager's head and for you, like, bring any manager in. We're not gonna, it's not going to change overnight. Indeed. We're not going to be a top four. Next season, next season or mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. 
yeah, yeah. So, and another thing that we've, we have discussed a lot in our podcast is mm. understanding where our club is. We are yeah. not fooling ourselves with fairy tales. And I believe some of these United fans that have these kind of reactions are people that have not accepted United no. where United is. They refuse <laughs> to believe that Manchester United is not Manchester United that they remember. They refuse. Mm. Like, that's the only way I can picture it deep. Because yeah. there's no way you can complain about something. And then you'll be like, but honestly, dude, do you honestly think our team... I'm sure people were, were surprised when we were discussing um, the match preview when yeah. you were like, we're going to get smashed and I was like backing. And then when we did our our predicted our predictions, we gave opposite things. Like, do people even understand what we were talking? Like, did they get... Like, we understand mm -hmm. Manchester United where they are. We're not fooling ourselves. This team yeah. is no way near what people are. Yeah. What we are crying about and wanting the manager to be hung and stuff like that for. Like, we've not even reached that level. This mm. manager has got... Man, let's give this manager the time. Finished. Is that, that's all I can say. He yeah. is the only one that can sabotage himself at this point. But I really yeah. believe there's something in there. With Ten Hag, I, yeah. uh, I believe. <laughs> I believe. I really do. I just, yeah. okay, I do have my problems with the way he, he does certain things. But then with that in mind, I'm always conscious about everything that is going on in the club. I'm thinking, like, I'm not there. I'm not on the ground. Yeah. Like, I cannot really say that this is what's going on. But what I read yeah. and everything, the demeanor, the press conferences that we watch and all these things, I try to get gauge a sense. And I can yeah. gauge that there's something still not right. I believe if we get, you mentioned it in our previous episode, that when, mm. you, when you got excited about the youngsters coming back, like we yeah. believe like even with those youngsters coming back and all the other fitness, that the other players injured, if they are fit, you're going to see consistency with Manchester United. I yeah. will not be surprised if we go on a six-game, because that's all we need, a six-game yeah. winning streak to pop ourselves back in there. Not worry about the other results of other teams. Just win six yeah. games off the bounce, back to back. Yeah. Three points, three points, three points, three points. It will just immediately take us there. Now, obviously, for that to get there, we need everyone back. If you cannot accept that, you're going to keep on killing yourself. You're going to keep on saying the things that you're going to saying about United. Hey, we want the manager gone. Hey, these players are not good enough. Keep playing them because those are the players that are there. You know? So, <laughs> man, it's yeah, so frustrating. Man, it's a, it really is. It's because a, it's, it's like, mm. it almost feels like it's common sense. Like, dude, read the room. Can't you see what's yeah. going on? Yes, yeah. you don't accept that he picked Evans over Varane or Maguire over Varane. You are allowed to go for his head for that. But then everything mm. else, say, hey, you should have been sacked. And, nah, come on. Come on. Give yeah. valid reasons. Don't throw banter. Yeah. Because another thing, when you throw these kind of statements, even if it's banter, there are some United fans that latch on to things without, they don't have a mind of their own. You know, they'll just look at somebody and take what somebody is saying, if they feel like that person is preaching to them, they'll latch on to it. And, and that can be very dangerous. It, yeah. 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 It can be very misleading. 
Now, we don't want to keep on stirring up this misinformation and all this confusion. We don't want to do that. We want people to yeah. keep on seeing things for what they are. And United yeah. is not where it is, where it should be. And if yeah. you don't accept that, you're going to have trouble. You might as well jump ship right now. Like, honestly, like if you do not accept United for what they are right now, then it's not a club for you. Jump ship. It's cool. 100%. It's cool. We 100%. are tired of your negativity. You're trying to stir <laughs> and change other people's... Like, man, it's a very vicious cycle. No, it is. And, and obviously, we're not saying we're the judge and the jury and, you know, our yeah, opinions yeah. are correct and whatever. But at mm. least when we're bringing up some of our arguments, we bring up... And I don't want to use valid because I feel that's unfair because I, I don't want to insult yeah, anyone's yeah. intelligence. Yeah. You understand what yeah. I mean? But you, again, you know, just saying things that even a two-year-old can... Again, I'm not trying... You know what? Let me just stop saying these type of statements because I feel like I'm, I might just be rubbing some people off the wrong way. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is, if you're going to say the manager should be sacked, you know, come with something that at least makes sense. You get what yes. I mean? Like, don't don't go like... Because for me, you're, you're pointing out all the mistakes, but you're refusing to acknowledge what he has done above and beyond any other manager that has come before him. And Preach. you want to write him off already. Preach. You know? There's this reel that's going around on Instagram where they talk up where, where they played like um apart from so Alex Ferguson's speech when he retired and in his in his last one of the one of his last words you're saying that you guys the, the fans they're going to be bad days at this club and when those bad days come back the manager and the reason why he said that is because he went through it himself and because yeah. he got the backing of his players because the players trusted his plan because Jeez, some of the fan base I'm not, gonna, I'm not i'm not gonna oh. say the whole fan base but because some of the fan base backed him look what he went on to achieve and he had a worse start to oh, ten Hag. worse Worse. Oh. So for these guys to be jumping on this Ten Hag out, go and look at the history of managers since even Busby. You understand what I mean? Bruh. And start looking at what they've achieved so far. And if you look at oh, Ten Hag, dear. he's ahead. He's ahead oh, of all the managers. Dear. How dare you come and say, sack the manager? How dare you? Anyone can I point dare. out one or two mistakes they've made. You know what I mean? But if you go and look at what he's ever achieved, I mean, literally, even you spoke about it. He's one game away from being the first United manager ever to win the quickest 50 the games. Quickest. The yeah. quickest. And, you are, yeah. and they're calling him to be Make sick. that make sense. Are you for real? Make that makes sense. You know? Like, you. yes, I know we just won the Karaboa Cup and, you know, people want to insult it. He's won something. There's progress. Thank you. You know what I mean? Thank he you. fixed this he fixed our defense that under Ole was just unplayable. You know what I mean? He brought structure to our midfield. Before that, we had McFred. You understand what I mean? Yes, it's not the players that ideally that we wanted, but at least he brought in and did something, Ben. You understand what I'm saying, my guy? And you're telling me you can't uh, see it. Are you... Serenading are, are you, me with this... Like, I, I don't get how some of these fan base 
um supporters are just so far up their ass that they can't even see any good that has come out of this manager. Like, what did you think was going to happen when Ten Hag came? What do you think? Do you, because for me, the way I see it is like they think that any 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 of these managers that they're suggesting that they should come in. If you're saying sack Ten, sack Ten Hag, bring another manager in. They're saying that cool return fixture. We're beating Pep. We're going to beat Liverpool when we face them. We're gonna go further in the champ. That's basically what they're saying because they're saying that yeah. currently United are an elite club, and we don't have a manager that's pushing them to that level. So they're saying that because they're not they're not ready to wait. They're not ready to give Ten Hag three seasons. They're not. They want they're to be a Chelsea now. Yes, they want to be a Chelsea. They want results now. I want results now. You know what I mean. I want them now. I want when a manager comes in, he winning his, he's winning Champions League. Do you hear what I mean? What what fairy tale thinking is that? Honestly, what fairy tale? And you can't even compare us to Chelsea because the same way Chelsea rotate managers is the same way they rotate players. Like underwear on socks on a daily basis. We don't do that. We've never been that club. If we were that Bro. club, we, we would have definitely been having the same consistency as Chelsea in terms of not going so many seasons without winning a trophy or a cup. Because, you know, Chelsea, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's only now maybe City have surpassed them. But I remember I saw some shocking stat that in the past decade, Chelsea have won the most cups. But like I said, I think it could now be surpassed by City. You know what I mean? Because like I said... It makes sense. Because they were winning FAs and... Exactly. Mm. So the same way... Charles replaced manager the same way. They, like if a manager comes in, they re, they will give the manager a whole starting eleven. They're like, which eleven do you want? We'll buy. We'll buy them for you. Hey. Man United hey. has never been that culture. You understand? Well, they want to get the well. and bam. you get what I mean. So if you want us to be like Chelsea, then say you want us to be like Chelsea. If you're a United fan and you understand the culture of this club, you shouldn't even be complaining because you know how this club conducts business. You know how this club is in the transfer market. We are not like Chelsea. We have never been like Chelsea. We have never got our success like Chelsea. And all these other clubs that you want to compare us to, that's not going to happen. And Forget never it. You understand like what Chelsea. I mean? If you, want us to, if, if you want Chelsea level of whatever, go, to, go support Chelsea. Go ahead, go. You know what I mean? Simple. But if you're not going to be here and you're not going to back this manager, you know, then I, I don't know. Because it's, it's as clear as night and day that if there's anyone to take us to the promised land, it's, it's Ten Hag. You understand what it's I mean? Ten Hag. There's no one. Ten there's Hag. no one who is fit enough. And this is the bad patch that we're going through. You understand what I mean? This is the bad we patch right now. This. Yes. My my guy, right now we are still walking through that Red Sea. We have parted the water. <laughs> you know what I mean? We should not worry. We should not doubt. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. We, doubt. we are going to drown in this Red Sea. We need to st- stay steadfast, Ben. We, <laughs> we need to see this out. Because trust me, once we cross that Red Sea, we're on our way to Canaan. And once you reach the promised land, my guy, hallelujah. You it's know what I mean? Hallelujah. It's a wrap. One so time. you want to, want to be, you ah. do not want to be those guys who are going to get left behind. You don't want to be those guys who are saying, who are trying to catch up. You understand what I mean? Now when, when Ten Hag is, is having his success, you want to come and now say, oh, yeah, uh, my bad. Da, 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 da. We no, we're going to remind you where you were. Yeah. We don't. We don't yeah. want, you know, ride or die. Stay Blom in your there. corner. Yeah. Stay, stay. Yeah. Once he gets it right, once he gets rid of all this dead wood and he brings in his players and he goes and has success, 
we don't want to hear anything from you we don't want to hear it we don't want when you're when you're out you're trying to celebrate victories with us we're going to count you out we want to say no 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 you don't even ah, don't even try and come to us and, and join us because yeah we, we we've been there we've been sticking by him we've been exactly we bro d you blew my mind with that mo- like that <laughs> that that right now wow beautiful beautiful i needed to get that off my chest because hey you man it's bad again you see this is why i call you pastor d <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man you because you, you you do this thing you do this thing you you brah the way you connected it with the ah <laughs> you what oh, my guy. not these other guys these other guys are joke. <laughs> they are joke nah for real no that that's true yeah if you don't accept where we are right now hey man we are just going to tell you this right now. It's not mm. going to get any easier. So it's if not. you want jump ship, like jump now, I think, I honestly, I think us who are backing the manager and us who really want to continue this thing, we are kind of tired of the negativity. We want to focus. We want to put our yes. good energy on the manager. We want to back him. We want to mm. see what's good. We're going to continue mm. criticizing him because he's at the helm. It's very normal. Yeah. That doesn't make us bad yeah. people. Criticize exactly. him where he needs criticism. Give him exactly. credit where credit is due. due. But then this narrative and this negativity of like, let's get him out of the nah. club. Dude. Nah. And D, nah. thank you so much because you asked me that I wanted mm. to say something about Eric. Bruh, mm. I couldn't have put it any better than you did. You literally took the thoughts out of my mind and more mm. and just gave me a, a, a David Beckham top bin there. Like, I hate you. caught me <laughs> off guard with that one. Beautiful. Money for David. But yeah, <laughs> man, I if think it doesn't shut same... anybody up. I don't know what. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, same question I asked in the beginning that I said we should try and answer at the end. Yeah where do we go from here? Like, I think everything that needs to be said has been said. We already know, you know what I mean? What's to follow? There's no point in having, you know, oh, Rashford should be dropped. We already know it's going to be starting. You know, yeah. we know it's going to stick to the same system. It's not going to change anything, you know? So if we're sort of like exhausted or tired of having these type of conversations, what's the next, what are we talking about now? You know what I mean? Because we're going to face Newcastle. We don't know what Mm. that game is going to be like. Newcastle are not a walkover team. You know what I mean? They are a team we should be. And look, Newcastle's got good. So I'm not even going to base Newcastle off the old Newcastle. I'm basing Newcastle off this current Newcastle that is going in. That's thumping PSG, Milan. You know what I mean? That are doing it on the big stage. They're going to bring that type of... They're going to bring that same intensity. You know what I mean? It's, It's going to be a challenging match. And they can easily come through and do what City did to us. If Ten Hag is going to stick to this same, I don't know. I, I don't know if I don't know if to say to the same system or to the same lineup or a combination of the two. You understand? Is it too late for Ten Hag to adapt a new system? And I've always said that this is a temporal system that's based off the current players that we have because we know the system works when all our players are fit. But 
we don't have these players that can execute his system. So because we don't have them, is it too late? Or sh like, should we ride it out? Or should he adjust his system according to the type of players that we have so that it suits the players' qualities and maybe we can get the best out of them? You see, the, the way I see it, at this point, it's like whatever he picks, whatever strategy that he goes with, it's always going to rub somebody off the wrong way. Somebody is always going to have an opinion about how they guys should set it up. You know, so we're always going to be having these debates that like, I should have put this guy, you should have put this guy, hey, you should have done this. It's never going to stop. It's literally never going to stop. We just need, like you asking, what should we do now? I just say we carry on trusting the manager. Yes, like I know, and this falls into that blind backing, you know, but <laughs> if we, but if we look at the, you see, I like to base everything on what's going on i already have a question mark on varan because he's the first person that i want to see in that starting lineup if he's fit what's going on there then i also want more questions answered about mason Mount. there are a lot of things that need to be answered in order for us to be comfortable and start giving off certain things and if there's still question marks if it's still vague i think it's safe to assume that there is still something not right and because something is not right the manager is going to keep on picking a squad and doing the things that he's doing that is ultimately going to rub people the wrong way whichever way i don't think it's too late he can chop and change but again if he chops and change and then it doesn't work people are gonna be like this man is experimenting too much why is he not doing this he'll chop again put this guy in this position somebody might still find something wrong with the decision that he makes. Then at the end of like, who is the manager? Who is in control? You know? So like you said, when you talked about Sir Alex Ferguson, back the manager. Let mm. I honestly, you know, the way I am, I'm, 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 I'm really going to start criticizing Eric when he has all his players back. Like that's when I'm going to go mm. really, I'm going to go in on him. When Straw is back, Martinez is back, which I doubt he'll be back this season, maybe towards the late, because they said it's a very long one. But at least yeah. um, Varane and Juan Bissaka, you know? Yeah. Juan Bissaka, Varane, Luke Shaw. Lindelof can always pair with uh, with Varane. He's, he's done it brilliantly last season. He's been yeah. played off a different position this season. And then other players find the right thing for Mason Mount, blah, blah, blah. I honestly think there is hope. I honestly think that we can get there. It's just that people, like you said, you want now, 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 now. Everything is now, now, now. Newcastle, like I honestly think Newcastle are going to smash us more goals than City. Mm. Because City, you know, when I was watching that game, it reminded mm. me of back in the days when I used to like fight with my big brother, you know, like yeah. wrestle, whatever. And he would yeah. just be kicking me, like hey, pushing me away. Like I'm trying. Yeah. You know, that's how yeah. City were playing. As you said. They were not even in the third gear or anything like that. Nah, they were, just, they were not. Ah, you know, mm -hmm. Newcastle, on the other hand, they are not going to come with that attitude. Nope. They're like, these mm -hmm. guys have been a, a thorn for us. Yep. Even last season, they were saying this. Yep. They're going to come with exactly. the same intensity. So if exactly. we're going to bring the same squad, the same energy, the same mentality that we bring into these, we're going to get smashed even more. So True. 
hey man back the manager <laughs> yeah there's nothing back the you can do. back the manager or bounce like you're gonna get a yeah. heart attack you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna say something you're gonna regret you don't want to be that fan mm. that said exactly. something impulsively and bad about the manager only to mm. you know to to bite your tongue later to on your because exactly you're wrong yeah you start yeah. seeing progression you don't want to be in that minority trust me it yes. doesn't feel good mm. let us give 100%. the manager the chance to let me put it in layman's terms let's give the channel the, the manager a chance to really fuck it up by himself yes do you understand yes. let him yeah. do it by himself because it will be evident yes. you will see it then exactly. we can talk but then right now yeah let's stick by it yeah yeah no i think i think up to this point i think i'm i'm very comfortable ending the episode over here i don't want to ruin it i think what we have said from start to end has been perfect i don't want to jump in with anything else everything else will will be sorted out in a different um episode tomorrow we're going to bring you a reaction about uh not a reaction sorry we want to give you the the new castle preview you know obviously we need to go there and digest everything and you know give you guys some 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 substance you know what i mean in the episode you know we need to sit down and ask ourselves these questions you know deliberate on can united go and pull it off and if we can how can it be possible and you know what i mean just give you guys something to look forward to also another interesting topic that i wanted to bring up but like i said this episode has been perfect the way it is so we'll have a complete separate episode about this and this uh on our captain bruno fernandez because he's also another player that's currently being thrown under the bus and is also being called for his title to be stripped so that's don't another episode that we can don't we can <laughs> i'll bite them wait i'll bite them that's an they episode wanna, that we can <laughs> we can definitely yeah. jump into so i, I yeah. guess yeah that will probably be like thursday because tomorrow we'll do the preview wednesday we'll do the reaction and then thursday we'll do the and then back to our normal preview for the weekend's matches but anyway thank you guys for listening to this episode of the glory reds podcast thank you again for all your support you know all you guys who are listening to us out there we really really appreciate it spread the word you know if you really okay. enjoy this content share it with your friends your family you know let's grow this community we really want to like you know build this nice huge community for everyone to get involved like we want to have a point where we can even invite you guys on you know to speak your mind you know maybe if you can even send through a voice note or something yeah. but we really want you know like-minded guys in this community to to come through you know engage with us you know um and keep on growing this you know positivity like we said you know glory reds about spreading that positivity it's about you know yes we do rant and bant and get frustrated but our thing at the end of the day you know is support the manager support the players and spread positivity about this club so that we can get back to those glory days that's why we're glory reds you know what i mean we want to to be back there in those, yeah. <laughs> in that light but yeah thanks again for listening to this episode of our podcast you can catch on all your favorite podcasting listening platforms of boy reds fc and with that being said we'll catch y'all guys in the next one peace peace